This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. As I was saying, I would like a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Goldstein is here. Scoop! Ryan Geddes is hey, here. Hey, how's it going? Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, Yay, we made it. We made it, yeah. TGIF, as I like to say. You know, uh, we're gonna start out here. We have a we got a lovely package, uh, a care package in the mail the other day from GameScoop listener Brian Albert, super who, fan. You know, yeah, Greg, you've met Brian him Albert is such a fan that he drove from Iowa City to the suburbs of Chicago, a four-hour drive, just to meet me at Portillo's. Mm-hmm. So yes, he's a cool guy. Was and he was he disappointed? Or were you everything? He that was he... very happy, and his very adorable wife seemed happy as well. Oh yeah, for different reasons though. Picks? Yeah. <laughs> There's one on my Twitter because I lost a bet to him. They, she, they just posted one. I, the Mizzou played Iowa in a bowl game. Iowa won, so I had to send Brian uh, Portillo's hot dogs. So I sent him, and they arrived today. Oh, really? I believe uh, the correct term is Iowa or uh, Mizzou stunk in that game. <laughs> they didn't, yeah, they're bad. It's the correct term. Anyway, uh, Brian uh, included a letter here. He writes, he says, uh, "Yo, dudes, <laughs> is he a teenage mutant ninja turtle? He's a silver surfer." Ah. Says my parents own Millstream Brewery, a humble microbrewery located in the booming metropolis of Amana, Iowa. Amana, Amana. Yeah. A few months ago, I gave Mr. Greg Miller some of our microbrews at the Portillo's meet and greet. He requested more for the podcast crew, so here it is. More! <laughs> Thank you for your free hard Thanks in part to you folks. I'm well on my way to earning a few degrees in journalism and marketing from the University of Iowa. Wow. If I can't get a job doing what you do soon after graduation, I plan to attend Mizzou Yay. and earn my graduate degree in journalism. How many degrees is this guy going to have at the end of all Well, this? you know, we're all doctors all in journalism that here is at true. IGN. It's hard to get on board with that one. Says, uh, thanks a lot, guys. Keep it up and get Panda on some great Midwestern beers. All right. So this, is, this looks fantastic. We've got uh, John's Generation White, Generations White Ale, uh, I, uh, a beer that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> Amber, actually, is the last word. I knew that word. <laughs> it was the two before it that I should have done crazy things. And the windmill wheat. I'm going to have the windmill wheat. Would you, can't, would you open I'll that open for me, Greg? I know it's it's you know it's ten twenty five in the morning, <laughs> and David and I drank like a thousand beers last night. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? I'll try beer? one. I'll Why try not? The I want the unpronounceable one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's no, the there's, there's two. There's two. There's two of them. Yeah. I'm gonna take the white ale. Mm. Okay. You it's gotta would. be like that. I always say white makes right. <laughs> God. What? I'm kidding. Happy Martin Luther Luther King. Cheers, Jr. everybody. Oh, yeah. We got uh, <laughs> about to have a three day weekend here. I have a, f- a three and a half day. Yeah, I know. You're. I'm technically. I took today off, but I came in. To represent for GameScoop and read Hillary's stuff. I think I'm going to do sip a coffee, you sip a beer back and forth. Okay, I don't know about that. I don't know that, about that. Really? That's a pretty good beer. 
It is um, good. I like white it. White ales are yeah. good, yeah. Thank you very much, Brian This is Albert. really cool that this guy did yeah. this. I love, Thank you. We all love a good microbrew. Micro yeah, well, I, I have one, too. i got, I got to throw in. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Yours is awesome. So yeah, because this, this one sucked. <laughs> way, to, way to shit on his dreams. God damn Why it. isn't he going into the family business to to help? Or I guess marketing. Maybe if he gets a marketing degree, he He's can He's a help. giant disappointment to his family, I'm sure. Yeah. They're because, probably uh, crying into the beer. It makes mm. it sweeter. Who will run the stills, Brian? I must write about video games. Yeah, there aren't stills at a brewery. <laughs> really? No. To, to continue our yeah. need yes. for, uh, for Scoop listeners to continue to one-up one another. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kenny Balau. It's B-E-L-U. It's Balu. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Okay. B-E-L-U. L-O-U. He should not have such a hard-to-pronounce last name. No, he's from fault. Louisiana. That mm-hmm. might explain Louisiana. something. Louisiana. Oh, you should have gotten Lo- Craig Barrett on to read it then. He would have told you. Come on, bro. Uh, he, uh, he knew that I was a big Warriors fan, and Kenny actually works, as he termed it, as a ball boy for the uh, New Orleans Hornets. So, what does a ball boy do at, I thought a, at that was a, a Charlotte team. at a basketball game? That, he, uh, that, that was a long time ago. Wow, no, I'm yeah. So he uh, he uh, basically he he uh, he gives like towels for players, and he like kind of like gets some stuff that they need when they're like in the locker room and stuff like mm. that. So he knows he knows I'm a big Warriors fan, and he is a giant GameScoop fan. So Very cool. the Warriors played the Hornets, and he asked Monte Ellis, who's the big star on the Warriors, for his practice shoes, and Monte Ellis signed them, and he sent them to me. So That's that awesome. was pretty awesome. Yeah. Very very cool. We we so really thank you very much, yeah. Kenny. I thought that was quite awesome. And he actually uh, he actually sent like little photos he took. This is where he sits during the game, like right behind the players. <laughs> pretty, which pretty is pretty seats. crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very... Of course, uh, Gettis is breaking the game scoop rule and he's checking his mail. I'm taking some photos. I don't think he is uh, checking. His, yeah, I, I believe he's photos. taking photos that of he's going to post on Twitter. So yeah. that's that's Everyone acceptable. To see that. That's okay. acceptable. That's okay. Like we were saying, yes, Greg technically has today off. Yeah. What? I didn't realize that. Yeah. But he came in the just to record. He to be doing about as much work as you do on a normal day. <laughs> came in Cut just so to record. so deep when there's others around. <laughs> but when no one is here, yeah, I, I just oh, tell you, you how much I love oh, you. you. You're doing too much work. You're doing you okay? Blah, blah, I'm concerned about you. Somebody else is here. Bat me to the side of the road. You don't care, Goldstein. He has to put up for you. I don't really like you, Greg. Facade. I think everybody knows that. I'm sorry. Damon's talking. Sorry. <laughs> But tell the listeners why you took today off. I took today off because uh, DC Universe Online finally came out Nerd. this week after five years of waiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took launch day off to play, and that wasn't enough. Yeah. So then I took Friday <laughs> off so that I could have I, – I, I want four solid days to play nonstop. The breaks are I came into work to do some work today and publish my pages. Tomorrow I'm breaking to go to your show. Mm. Sunday I may break to watch the Bears. We'll see. It's playoffs. What? Wait, wait, wait. You're not going to watch the Bears I will, game? I will see how I'm doing. You're not a fan. I'm all right. I'll, I'll end up watching it. Don't worry. So, yeah, yeah. So you, I want a lot of time. Yeah. You like DC Universe I'm online. enjoying myself, yeah. But the important thing what, to t- Tell out, everybody what level is Taylor Swift at Taylor and how Swift many hours? Taylor is now 20, level 23 uh, out of 30. And uh, that would be – it was 14 hours on launch You're day. already at 23? Yeah. Out of 30 what are you, you played you for 30, what? Well, DC Universe – 30 now, hours? Thir- it's different for me. What I, I don't – again, what I was trying to say in the beginning there is yeah. I'm a different – I'm the t- exact target demographic of this game, right? I'm a huge video game fan, huge comic book fan for DC Comics in particular. And I don't know much about MMOs. Have you ever played an MMO before? No, like in I've never okay. – City of Heroes interested me, but I didn't have a PC that could run it at the time. And then WoW has never done anything. Don't worry. City of Heroes was, wasn't that great. All right, good. Um – so what I've been told is different about DC Universe when compared to other MMOs is that when you hit level 30, a whole bunch of stuff unlocks for you to do. Outside of just the end game missions, like the DCUOs, like these special operations are there for you to go do. Uh, that's when you're supposed to be raiding and doing these eight-player raids and stuff like this on huge stuff. So I don't really know much. You can't raid until you hit the level cap? No, there's alerts you can go on. Okay. But there's different like high-end level things you're supposed to be out there doing. Hmm. And plus, you know, there. You, I want to go through and see all the storylines, so I have technically six playthroughs to go through. So I'm 23 on Taylor Swift, and that's 14 hours on launch day, probably another five last night. Hmm. And then uh, the day before that, I started a new character with Steimer, which is who I'm playing today, the majority of, and then tomorrow. Because Steimer took the day off as well, so he also play, took the day off to play, play four days of DC Universe online <laughs> with us. All right, so you're enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. Hill and Ryan are also have also played. Some DCUO, so not to the same uh, degree, yeah, uh, as Greg, yeah. But it seems there are other people in the office playing the game, and it seems like mixed opinions across the board. I was trying yeah. to say this. I mean, I think that they they got Sony Online got it right in that people who would, don't normally play a lot of MMOs like are interested in playing this game. Like when you were saying how many like copies you had Sony send, yeah. I was surprised that there were that many people who were like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna play it." And I've, I've you know, I've seen a lot of those people. You know, online and stuff. So yeah. that aspect of it is is pretty cool. 
I think they kind of got it wrong. Um, having played, um, you know, Cataclysm and loved it, I I tried DC Universe Online and found it to be kind of back a backward MMO experience. I mean, just because it's on a console doesn't, you know, I think that a lot of people, I, the reason some people wanted to play it is because we've been, we've been wanting MMOs on yeah, consoles for yeah, let, so let long. Me, let me clarify. I wasn't saying the game got it right. I'm just saying <laughs> that their idea for the game was right yeah, and that well, it got people interested. Whether or not that actually keeps people true. wanting to play, yeah. I, I didn't and say that. And whether that subscription rate will continue. I mean, I totally. think we'll see we'll see a huge drop off in, in subs um, after the You're first, first three months. Free. Yeah. people. Just, you're just to see enraged people because it says, you know, you get that first month free when you redeem it. Mm-hmm. And it says in there that, you know, a- after that first month, it's going to re it's gonna re-up you and make you pay. It's going to take money out of your wallet. Go for it. So I, don't, you, I don't have a credit card yeah, associated with yeah, this. That, and that'll be interesting account. to see how it is. But a lot of people do, and a lot of people yeah. are going to flip their shit when it, it, they, they play – you know, ten hours. Yeah. And they're like, not for me. And so you have to agree to about a terms of service or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You read. It's, they're not hiding it, but it's sure. not you. I know how many people. This is not. I mean, this is stuff. not like some kind of new tactic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I worked at Netflix when it first started up, and that's Netflix gives you a free a month for free, but you have to enter in a credit card and it yeah, automatically right. renews you. And I worked in the call center, and all we got were calls from people being angry that they were getting charged yeah. because same they way were magazine too subscriptions to, have worked yeah. for the long. Yeah. PlayStation Plus does it too. The the difference here is that with you know MMOs and subscriptions being new for a console. It's not clear exactly how to go through and get rid of it. I had to yeah. when I went to look into it. It was new you, territory. You might, why don't you me. explain to people briefly, like where you would go on your PlayStation? 3 you would day. go. You go into your account management, and then you go into your transaction history, I believe, and then in there, underneath downloads list, is services list, and you go in there, and that's where it is, and that's where you have to click on it and say unsubscribe. Yeah, services basically means your online subscription. So yeah, we've never PlayStation Plus, before. and and now DCU Online, you would cancel it there. We're getting off track, though. Anyway, explain so, to me. See, this is the this is the interesting thing I have about this game, right? Is that as somebody who only plays consoles, doesn't play PC, never played an MMO on PC, I think it controls fine. I like it a lot. Then there's the other end, Colin, who isn't happy with how targeting works. And MMO then editor Nick Colin. Yeah, sorry. And then there's Ryan Scott from GameSpy who thinks the game is terrible, like hates it. So I mean, I think uh, so. So so people know Ryan does play WoW. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm most like you in that uh, the only MMO I've ever played was City of Heroes, and I didn't play that for very long because it was really boring. Um, but I don't play MMOs like you, and I'm into this, and I'm a big comic book fan as well. Yeah. So for me, I would disagree with you because I think the interface is horrendously bad. Wait, when bad. did I say the interface was good? Oh, no, no. You like the game. I mean, you obviously oh, oh, like the, okay, you play okay, the crap. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I find the game very hard to continue wanting to play because yeah. I think the interface is awful. I mean, but Ryan now, so somebody who's not a comic book fan yeah. My and experience... who has played Warcraft before, yeah. what do you feel? Well, like I was telling some people uh, this week, I um, it took playing... Uh, DC Universe Online to realize just how good of a job Blizzard did with World of Warcraft Cataclysm. I mean, the one thing that really kind of annoyed me about DC Universe is, you know, so that you can either be a hero or a villain, right? Those are your two choices. In a lot of traditional MMOs, there's lots of different classes and races, and, and this this customizes your experience. So if you play as an elf or, you know, a, a, a dwarf or a human or whatever, your experience is going to be different. Undead. Yeah, with uh, with the DC Universe, you're good or evil. That's your only choice you're going to make. But when you start the game, first of all, I think the beginning of the game is all wrong. It doesn't really suck you into the experience. It's boring. It, it doesn't excite me. It feels like a, a lame kind of just beat 'em up. Uh, well, you're also saying it didn't. It's not what you want to do as a superhero. No, you, right? you're, you're on a ship. Uh, well, you know, that's a good point. I'll bring that up in a second. But you 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 play the same sequence as a hero and a villain, which doesn't make any sense to me. You you want to have a totally different experience. Uh, you know, as those two different sort of classes. So what does it come down to as far as storyline base, though? Because you figure the story here is that the heroes and villains in the end have to work together to stop Brainiac. Right. He's siphoning all their powers. But that's kind of, that's almost too broad, that's too broad of a view for an MMO. Like, MMO is so based on, like, what I'm doing right now, like, like, I'm walking around in this world, like, how do I relate to the world? How do I interact with the world? In WoW, for example, you start off in like a small village if you're a certain class, and you're, you're dealing with the small problems that that village has, and then it slowly relates it to what's going on in the larger world. Like Damon and I were talking about, as a hero, I want to start off saving people and doing what superheroes do. As a villain, I want to start off like causing mischief for people and like ruining their lives, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the, the game doesn't start you off that way. It starts you out in this kind of generic ship that, that's tying into the storyline that they've set up for the game, which is fine. I understand that they have this, this broad story they want to they 
to tell, but to me, the gameplay hooks weren't there. Yep. The UI wasn't there. Yeah, the UI is not good. Uh, uh, somebody I mean, has to add everybody to the IGN Super Pals, <laughs> yeah. which is our uh, league over yeah. on the Redemption server on PS3. Just message Taylor Swift or Eve for, or any IGN editor for, for that matter. Uh, yeah, that's a pain in the ass right now. They need to get that done. Interesting, though, like this, again, always falls back to the fact that I don't honestly know, but playing with kids who are super into it, like we have over 100 kids in the guild right now. They're all really, really cool people, the ones I've played with, right? And talking to them, when they talk about the game, they talk about how it's an MMO, so launch is always going to be rough, and that when WoW first started, it wasn't great either. Sure. So like That's totally uh, true. Like, uh, I, uh, UI should be something they should be able to fix. I yeah. Mean, right? oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah okay. But the thing is, um, I, I, I think that the first really success, I mean, aside from Final Fantasy XI, which is a bit of an anomaly, but I, I think it, the, real, the first really successful console MMO is going to be built strictly for consoles. Well, now that's yeah. the problem here, right? Because they built this one and this is... Halfway. This it's is half Ryan. in, half out. That's the problem. Well, yeah. Ryan Scott and Nick Cohen's biggest art problem with the game is that it was clearly built for the PS3 controller. So they hate it on PC because so it what, wasn't controlled. But, 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 but I think the other problem is that the UI is still much more the of a PC. The UI is totally a, a PC. Much more yeah, PC. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like... I, it's ha- like, I, I feel like... They actually needed the UI should be completely separate for the two versions. Yeah. That PC and having a mouse and having keyboard shortcuts, like I want that interface to be one way. And as a console gamer, I don't want it to be that you know the same kind of force thing. It's clunky, like it, 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 it needs load. to be different. It's really slow. I kept it's wanting really a, a Mass Effect style wheel that I could bring up perfect, and, and, right? and yeah, choose things, but like it's not. It's very tied to your uh, classic for me, PC. My, my problem is it, it honestly like falls into a whole lot of the trappings that hit. Uh, uh, City of Heroes, you know, uh, which is that it, you don't actually play what you want to play from a comic book. It's like I'm not play- I'm not creating like this cool character where I like, you know, I'm Peter Parker and I got bit by a radioactive spider Spoiler. and I have my I have my Aunt May that I have to care for at home and she's always getting into trouble and I like this girl. But I mean, like, there's not like there isn't like I don't have a gamer world. There are no like actual real people in this world. Everybody when you walk out on the street, or when there. you walk out on the street, it's just like eight billion superheroes all flying around, <laughs> it doesn't make any shooting sense. stuff. It's just like it's like a met, and so it's like really it's just like. A, a combat arena, you know, and each and each mission just so far just seems like how does that go compare beat the to crap WoW out of... or something though? Like in WoW, do you have a really deep backstory where your mom got bit by a radioactive no. spider? <laughs> you don't. I mean, there's no personal backstory WoW, for each of WoW your characters. Is, WoW isn't a superhero game though either. No, it, like it doesn't feel like a superhero world for me. It feels like bullshit. If I want to, <laughs> like, and, and this, awesome. this comes to the other problem with with the game is that. In World of Warcraft, my character can be something other than a fighter at heart. If I want to truly roleplay, there's crafting in the game, right? So I can be a, a jewelry maker or a weaver or a leather maker or an armor maker or whatever. Uh, and there's all these different sort of things you can do with that. So I can just be a merchant if I want to. But in DC Universe, that's all you do is fight. There's no crafting in the yeah. game. There's no way to even though you can specialize in gadgets. Yeah, I can't. My 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 villain Lolcat is has the, has a joke the Joker as his uh, mentor or yeah. whatever. And so I thought, oh cool, well I'll be able to make these crazy contraptions uh, that are based off of blueprints you can find in the world or something. No, there's none of that. So uh, it feels really one dimensional to me. I would agree. That's that's how it feels. It feels like one thing that you do, and it's just. I think it's for me. I, I mean, I would agree with that, but I don't knock it. That's not. I didn't come in expecting to be able to be a merchant. I came in expecting to be in a world where exobytes <laughs> yeah, have rained. A superhero merchant Ex- is kind of lame. <laughs> but I mean, something exobytes like that. have rained down on the yeah. earth and infected everybody with superpowers, exobytes. and now you're trying to figure out how you're going to. Except stop not the everybody, because there are still just random people that you NPCs yeah, no, you get no, no police officers <laughs> got infected, and all the women who got infected have gigantic breasts. Yeah. David, you might want to think I know, this man, game maybe out. I should check it out. Well, it'll be really interesting. So mid-February, it'll be really interesting to take another look at DCUO and you see know, how many people su- jump ship. If they really support the community on this game and they really continue to like uh, to, to fix the things that people really want to be fixed, I think that it could be successful. Because... The giant question is what's gonna, what happens when I hit 30? When I hit yeah. 30, how much more is there left for me to do? How many more? Is it... By the time I hit 30, am I at the end game? Am I fighting Brainiac? Is that the deal? Or is there more quests to go through? How do the alerts work? Yeah, how many people are going to stick around? How's the server going to run? They already patched one of the ma- major problems. People like on PS3 mainly were well, they pit, a bunch of stupid stuff. But one of the main ones, people were falling through the world in certain spots, especially speedsters. They went and fixed that uh, yesterday morning. So, I mean, they're responsive. They're turning stuff around. So. Yeah, I mean, I think the real thing will be look at it in six months and see what it's like because everybody's gonna, everybody's been playing will be hitting thirty before the month is up. But then it's like, how do they support it and how much can it sustain itself being one dimensional for totally, that period totally. of time? 
Sony Online Entertainment is really banking on this one, I think. They kind of need this to be. Yeah, I, I mean, what what else do they have, really? Uh, to Rover 2. The I don't agency? Know where is. We keep waiting. Where's the agency? The agency is, yeah, in limbo. I mean, that thing we heard about forever ago, and they got rid of a whole bunch of people, and then they came back, and they had E3, it had a redesign, right? Or something. Mm-hmm. That There's a different. different art style. Yeah, yeah. They've got the Star Wars Clone Wars, but that's a free to play MMO, isn't it? I don't even remember. Yeah. Anyway. No, they, they, well, they. This is a, a giant license and stuff. Yeah. It's interesting because I don't. I don't know. I feel like the uh, uh, kit, like our feedback, right, is more mixed and stuff, and especially yours, obviously, because I don't have an MMO foot in the water, so I don't really know what I'm looking for. So our feedback, I always feel, is really harsh, and it's interesting to talk to kids online who I'm playing with and stuff, who they think it's awesome, or when I go on Twitter, I'll just at night search DCUO to see what people are saying about it, and I'd say like. 90% of those comments are usually pretty good, and then it's the rest people talking about you know bugs or crashes or this and that. So it's really interesting to see how this is going to fare, mm. especially long term. Well, speaking of uh, games that we've wanted to play for a long time, finally got our hands on. I finally started playing Dead Space 2. Oh, give me a review. Not going to talk about the game here. I know oh, you dude. and Hill have already played through it, beaten it. We all really like the game. I need your PS3 copy, by the way. Well, I always you need something <laughs> yeah. from me. A, a desire. <clears throat> a desire from you. Anyway, not going to talk about the game. However... I want to say something. I did notice something very stupid. (laughs) (laughs) He's so excited to share this. (laughs) When you buy Dead Space 2, you get a code to unlock Isaac Clarke's costume in Dragon Age 2. What? Oh. That's interesting. Uh, we didn't know that. That doesn't so, make sense. Yeah. So you have. Well, didn't they have a dumb costume unlock in De- Dragon Age One too? Also, I think something that doesn't make any sense. You're wearing this sci-fi engineer <laughs> uniform in this medieval you know fantasy game. But, but, have you, but have you seen it? So I mean, the only thing I will say is that for Fable Two, they had uh, like a Master Chief uh, outfit that you can unlock. And when you hear it, you're like, this is going to be terrible. But it was cool because they basically had like it was like padded leather armor actually, yeah. but it just like was skin to kind of look like you looked at it and you were mm-hmm. like, oh, that kind of looks like Spartan armor. Um, um, so it had like it was it was kind of cool that they kind of made it look like the part. Mass so. Effect Two had the Dragon Age armor, which sounded That's stupid as well, but it was just a metal suit for you, and then it had like the blood uh, Raven or Dragon. Huh. I guess it's probably a Dragon. Like dragon. I can I can imagine like a, a Dragon <laughs> Age like Raven Age Two, <laughs> Age of the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> look out, the Ravens are coming! <laughs> I'll tell you what's more dumb is that. Uh, Two Worlds 2 apparently has a giant like oh, special God. edition box set thing that comes with game, like a statue yeah. of some woman and like has a bonus DVD in there. It's this it, really cool it, sliding drawer that yeah, comes out on the side. Yeah, drawer and all this stuff. The one thing it doesn't come with, and I am not joking, is the game. So I got this box the other day thinking like, oh cool, now we've got Two Worlds 2. I wonder if it's any good. There was no game inside, so I had to ask, did I get a defective box? Because it would seem <laughs> the special edition deserves to come with the game. We tore that thing apart. Like yeah. He dumped it on my lap after he was done looking at it. I looked everywhere. We were like, where's the... There's what? a special edition DVD, yeah. but it's just bonus stuff. And there's stuff. like an art book. Yeah. There's like a mouse pad. What I found out was that they designed the box in a, such a way that they couldn't actually fit the game inside. Nice. So when you buy this giant box, they will then just hand you like the regular <laughs> box copy of the game as well. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> this is just a terrible design. What a joke. It's amazing. Also, I was looking at the box going like, you could definitely fit a game disc on here. So yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. All right. We're all big fans of Final Fantasy 13. Or wait. No, is it that we're all not fans? The other way around, I can never yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Well, uh, I don't know. Would you be interested in Final Fantasy Thirteen Two? No, no. <laughs> I'm interested no. to see how the story concludes. No, <laughs> I'm interested in seeing how the story begins because I've stopped Final <laughs> Fantasy Thirteen about two hours in. Well, I want it, Damon. A Final Fantasy Thirteen Two could be in our future. Square Enix has uh, registered the domain. Uh, Final Fantasy XIII. I'm always amazed that Final Fantasy fans are such hypocrites because one of the things that they used to always tout was how great it was that every time they made a Final Fantasy game, it was a different team. They made a completely different storyline. It was pretty much a different world that would have like one or two similarities. And they were like always talking about, oh, it was always something different and new. And then when they started doing like Final Fantasy X-2 and all the other stuff, yeah. like, now they're starting to make sequels of them. Now they're like, oh, I love that they're making sequels. Get up, like Make up your mind. Either it's awesome because it's always something different or you want them just to keep doing the same world but and all the remakes oh fine. I want them to remake Final Fantasy 7 you know I don't care about you know, that you know I have to say yeah, like I, I feel like Mass Effect 2 honestly just like sort of destroyed 
my desire to play most Japanese RPGs at this point. I used to be a huge Japanese RPG fan, but they're like oh, yeah. so behind the times. And it's yeah. like playing Final Fantasy Thirteen was seeing like how sad it is that Japanese developers just don't get what people need out of a game. Yeah. Like it was like their attempt at making a Western RPG game, and it was just like this. It was. It was you could tell that they were trying <laughs> yeah. to make it more Western. It is just like so off. You know, it's just so backwards. It'll be interesting if Final Fantasy Thirteen Two ends up happening, and it's very different from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Well, it also come out like, in fifteen years. I mean. Right. It's, It'll take some. Don't they have like verses? That's the other thing. We're still waiting on Final Fantasy versus thirteen. That's still coming, and we don't even know have any idea what that is all about. Also, the characters in that game are terrible. So why would I want them again? Uh, One one, one has a baby chocobo on his shoulder. Yeah, uh, you know what? Give me me just the chocobo, and I'll be fine. I I would play a game based just on that chocobo. But the rest (laughs) of the characters are dumb. I don't. I don't know why they would they would keep riding that train. Well, an RPG that you do like. Was Oblivion. Yes. And uh, so a new Elder, Elder Scrolls is coming this year, yeah? Yes. Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a great name. Skyrim, Jim. What? God. I'm, not, I'm not crazy about the term Skyrim. But anyway. So I never played Oblivion because what? it came out before I worked at IGN and before I had a 360. So I, I, I never played I never Oblivion played either. What? But, I, but, so I'm very... But, but, I, I, from what everyone, but, what, what, everything what, what, I've heard what? about it, everything I've heard about it, it sounds like I would really like You'd it. You'd love it, yeah. But now it's, so, it's such an old game. It's like a five-year-old game. It's like... Yeah, but so I'm really excited to play Skyrim myself, and you it's, you I assume are excited for Skyrim. I'm very it's it's I can't think of a game I'm more I'm more excited about this year. Ghostbusters Sanctum. I just loved Oblivion. So <laughs> so I remember like we did those uh, like what are the ten best games of 2011 or whatever, and I I got tapped for I came up with that idea and then I got stuck having to do Elder Scrolls Five. You're welcome. Which I didn't actually I didn't actually really know much about the like I've played Morrowind and I've played Oblivion but I didn't know much about the world so I didn't know anything about Skyrim so I had to actually do research and there's like uh, I mean it, people like treat this like the Lord of the Rings stuff like the Elder Scrolls world and there's like there's wikis that have like all kinds of crazy information maintained by Dave Clayman yeah and learning yeah. learning like reading up on Skyrim to be able to write like one paragraph about it was really cool like it sounds like it's gonna it's like it's like in the northern part of the continent and it's like so it's gonna be like more snowy mountains yeah. and stuff the like Nords, that and it's if you and remember it's, yeah, the it's, where, it's from... where they say that the you know humans first kind of like came to be so there's gonna be kind of like i think a lot more sort of mythical like elements to it too it just seems like it's gonna feel and be very different than the oblivion world which is gonna also be it has cool. dragons yeah it's... and also it has dragons which is awesome skyrim was just announced recently Coming this year, I, I wonder. Yeah. If it, I wonder if it'll get delayed. Uh, I think it will. Yeah. Didn't they give a real date though? Didn't they give like a date? Date? Yeah, yeah that happens all the time. Before. I didn't says Todd TBA. Howard wouldn't lie to our face. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a no. They didn't. Did they give a November date? Is I that what it was? November eleventh, right? IGN does not have a release date on. That's not I correct. Think, it is. Yeah, I think it's eleven. I believe it's eleven eleven. Okay. But yeah, I'm super psyched for that it's gonna be good oh and the, the cool thing is that they're bringing a lot of the fallout stuff not a lot of it but they're, they're some of the things that they did in fallout they're doing in skyrim so, so you're gonna have perks super uh, mutants. the idea of <laughs> a fallout type game a fantasy medieval fallout type game sounds amazing too yeah, yeah. it's good See, to know that they're updating this thing that's because you're weird you want to play with superheroes I, instead of dragons I, yeah exactly that's i don't like fantasy stuff i don't like <laughs> the medieval times you know you came around except on, for the huge turkey legs you came around <laughs> right now you came around on space I did. Maybe, th- maybe this will bring. I you think you're going to come around on fantasy if there's some wenches <laughs> and other things that were in medieval. I'm well, exhausted. I'll be, what play- I know I'll be playing times. as a wench, Greg. So okay. you and I can hook up. Can I be your merchant? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in, in in two weeks, there's going to be three big days in a row in January. So January 25th, Dead Space 2 comes out. Yeah. January 26th, I turn 33. What? what? January 27th. PSP two, <gasps> Wait, what? supposedly Wait, announced, supposedly, maybe, supposedly getting announced at an event in Tokyo. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Do we think that's really happening? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, we've heard. We thought it was going to be at so CES, we... and then we heard that they yeah, I, wanted to hold it and give it its own event. I, I never thought it'd be at CES. I you thought we think. might get PlayStation Phone at CES. So these are different things. Yes, they're different things. Hey, we don't need both those things. No, we don't we need don't a PSP2 and a PlayStation phone. 100%. Why can't it just be one thing? Uh, I have two pockets the last time I checked, Damon. I, <laughs> I could I'm, carry both. Because I'd buy a PSP2 probably. Maybe. I mean, it's part of the job. You're now. the world's biggest PSP fan. Yeah, you're going to buy You're going to buy like three dozen PSP2. <laughs> 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 I'm Let me ask What does the... Give me the three launch games that the PSP2 has to have oh, in Uncharted. order to be a success. They have to have an Uncharted. 
Okay. I think that is there has a, not been a PSP Uncharted no. game. Has Correct. there? Correct. And yeah. I think that's what they'll. I think that's what they'll. Here's when they. I, I, I'm guessing this event is just going to be PSP 2's real. Here are the specs. Here's what it looks like. You know, here's the thing. Uncharted is a very. It's a very Western game. I don't. Is it popular in Japan? That's would why they announce that at a Japanese event? Well, if you would have let me finish what I'm saying. Please continue. They're going to show it. Say this is what it looks like. These are the specs. It's not going to be the E3 sizzle trailer kind of event. This is strictly going to be about the hardware, what it can do, yada yada yada. So not going to announce. That I don't game think then? they're going to. They may show demos of stuff, but they're not going to. They're not going to be announcing giant games. I don't think. It could be. Um, what's that? That's what's, dumb. What, what's the turn-based fan, uh, strategy game that we like? Final Fantasy Tactics. No, the the one that's on PSP. Valkyrie Chronicles. Yes, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. Could be the, yeah, but there's already, already three. They there's already, already a sequel now, coming so, out on yeah. PSP one, so uh, yeah. I don't see that being. I mean, I think it's Metal Gear. Like, um, there's got to be a Metal Gear. There won't be. Too soon. Yeah. I know, but God, uh, what are they, they gonna... need an upres Peace Walker. What it needs to do is say, Here, here's Uncharted, a prequel, whatever it is, Elena story. Uh, it has Ooh. trophies. It has uh, like 3G that you, some or 4G or some can Gs. We fi- like, let's, can we just 5Gs? Can let's we just 5Gs? go infinity Gs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just go, however many Gs are available when we finally release this? Yes, exactly. Right? G- what if it was just Gs to be determined? Oh, and there's like two a- sticks <laughs> or some kind of dual analog. That's good. Some kind of control. Really don't well, like Can they up. make sure it's still uncomfortable to hold, though? Yeah. I think that'll be easy to do. Don't you worry. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. Uh, I'd, say, Bandicoot. I'd say if they announced Ocarina of Time on PSP too. I would, buy good, that. Yeah. I would buy that right what away. What if they do that? They say, and by the way, it does 3D. No glasses. Do you guys care about the 3DS? How do we care? How much do we care about? Oh, that? I'm glad you brought this up because I, I wanted to mention. So I, I reviewed a DS game this week. <gasps> what? Oh, I, I actually watched the video called re- Ghost Trick. Well, it's you're, great. you're getting older. You're becoming more mature. You can handle DS games now. Now, okay, that's why. Uh, so I was playing Ghost Trick, really fun point-and-click adventure game. I gave it an A5. It's from the guys that did Phoenix Wright, uh, so I recommend it. But like play, playing the DS again just reminded me how much I love that system. Why is it it's called great... Ghost Trick? I'm just curious. You are a ghost. Uh-huh. You're dead. The game opens with you dying. Because <gasps> it sounds like a Tony Hawk graveyard game or something. Tony... Ghost oh, no. Trick, yeah. <laughs> so you... What's up, dude? I'm a skater. You have and, to... I, and I'm a ghost, too. Yeah. You have to solve the mystery of your death. And since you're a ghost, you can haunt objects and you sort of you basically play tricks on people in order to find you know okay. find out who killed you, who done it, basically. So that's why it's called Ghost Trick. Cool. But yeah, I love the DS. And thinking about the 3DS, you know, I've talked about this before. My eyesight is bad enough that I, I don't get the 3D effect very well. But just the idea of a more powerful DS sounds great to me. Oh, yeah, I, I want to keep playing the DS. I love it. Okay. I don't know if I'll pay $200 plus that's the thing, for yeah. it. Uh, but, uh, well, considering how many times I bought a DS <laughs> in, my, in the last 10 years, I feel like I know that I will pay $200 for it. Yeah, because uh, I think I've owned a, a DS, and you know, and I've owned a DS Lite. And I've... you're always playing your DS XL. <laughs> I don't have a DS XL. Crosswords mainly. Uh, I like the DS, and I like the idea of. I mean, I'd rather play Ocarina of Time again on DS than like on Wii Two or totally whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like on a 3DS. I don't know that I care too much about the 3D. That's the thing. Like, this is what I was. I would probably turn the slider off. This is my guess. I think every time you get a new game, you'll check out the 3D effect, but then. I think you're gonna turn off the slider and just play in regular, like because it's yeah. it, it's a nice drain for anybody after a certain amount of time, you know. Yeah, but uh, it, it sounds it sounds cool to me. Like I was talking to Rich about some stuff he's already seen, and it mm-hmm. sounded pretty promising. So it did. Yes, he did. I I like, I don't know if he's embargoed, so I can't really say yeah, anything. I but yeah. I I asked him like if he would compare the graphical power, and what he said was pretty impressive. So, mm-hmm. so Neo Geo. Yep. I love. Hey, I have a Neo Geo Pocket, so don't mess. <laughs> Last week, I announced we were giving away six copies of Dragon Age Two Signature Edition. What? Does it come with the game inside? Yeah, this one has the game wow. inside. Wow, I, that's I, impressive. I can imagine. Cool. We had uh, two copies for each platform: 360, PS3, and PC. We have the winners here. We announce. Uh, come on, baby! Come on, baby! So the winners of the PC copies. Oh. Charles on yet and Nick Cole <laughs> and, and the other PC gamer <laughs> Ryan June of Phoenix, Arizona. Call him Junebug. And Craig Styles of Layton, Utah. <clears throat> Congratulations. Winners of the PS3 copies, Stephen John of Jamaica, New York. Jamaican me crazy <laughs> with this uh, Dragon Age 2 of on. And Kevin Brock of Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, nice Jamaican me crazy too here in Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and winners of the 360 copies of Dragon Age 2 Signature Edition 
uh, Andrew Logan of Lilburn, Georgia. Oh, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim Lawton of Reading, Massachusetts. Congratulations. Uh, those will be sent out to you when the game is released. Uh, these are coming from EA. And I've already passed on, you. all of you helpfully provided your addresses, so I've already passed on your names and addresses to EA, and they will be sending out those copies. Whatever, March 8th, I think, is when the game is released. So, please to enjoy. Thanks, EA. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, this week, uh, our, our giveaway is n- not quite the level of Dragon Age 2 Signature Edition, but still very cool. Marvel Pinball, uh, a PSN version of Marvel Pinball. I know you play this one, uh, Hill. This is a really good one. I'm terrible at it now. Really? <laughs> I, used to, I used to be really good at it, and then I added all these friends who are better than me. Mm. I haven't actually played it in a really long time. You know who's really terrible at it, though? Who's that? Our good friend Jeff Rubenstein. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Jeff Rubenstein, maybe he had only played for about four seconds. and walked away during the during the middle of playing. <laughs> he he, he, he has, launched the ball and walked out. <laughs> he, he, I, I think he actually has scores that you could not possibly get by having completed an entire game. They're pretty bad. They're uh, embarrassing. Yeah, Marvel Pinball is really good. It's, come, it's developed by Zen Studios. They made Pinball Effects, Pinball Effects 2. Can I ask one Pinball question? For well? I, I gave you a Marvel Pinball called Code. Did you play it yet? Yes. Okay. You obviously haven't looked at your scoreboards lately. No. Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's I'm cool. not a huge pinball fan. You don't so no, kind of like I did. I you were like, saying you don't like video pinball. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, it's yeah, it kind of defeats something. the whole purpose of playing pinball. Yeah, uh, but, but this but is it, really cool. But they it, do it's stuff, that stuff that you couldn't do. Yeah, the tables are like yeah. animated, and it's it, it, yeah. a sentinel walks around during Wolverines and like Green yeah. Goblin. I want to be able to like set my beer on it. If I can't set my beer on it, what's the point? You could set your beer just next to you. I hadn't thought about that. You just want to be able to rape Jodie Foster on it. Whoa. Jesus. That, you took Whoa. it too far. Okay. Jesus. Wow. The fellow, fellow, your fellow listener, Brandon Walsh, has a code for Marvel Pinball nice. on PSN, PlayStation Network, that he wants to share with you listeners. So, Fast Fingers, Marvel Pinball, PS3 version. The code is 2AFK26NE7EML. Whoever wins it, send good vibes to Brandon Walsh. This reminds me of one thing. So one of the things with pinball that's cool is that every friend that you have that plays pinball adds to your team score. Uh, there's a trophy slash achievement for getting uh, 5,000 points on team score. Yeah, it's cool, cool. But as you know, there is a 100-friend cap on both PlayStation Network and well, Xbox Well, we're, we're changing that, aren't we? We're working to change that. So if we can include a link to the petition. We've, we've started a petition for both Sony and Microsoft uh, for gamers to sign demanding that they increase the friend cap. There's actually no technical reason uh, for them to keep the friend cap at 100, so <laughs> we want them to include it, uh, up it. So please click the link that we're going to have on the, the GameScoop page and uh, and sign the petition. You know what you've done, you guys, right? You've just made it so that you have to pay an extra, you have to be in the extra <laughs> tier PSN. of service. PSN, PS, PlayStation Plus, or whatever. I'm a PlayStation Plus member. <laughs> in order to uh, to unlock larger friend caps. So, okay, I got both those things. If there's one thing the internet has taught us, it's that online petitions work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? That's we, how Obama got elected, We successfully right? removed Jar Jar Binks from yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, he's no longer isn't in, the, in the film. Right now, they're try- I saw that people are trying to change the, the Zodiac signs back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Back to what? What did they get changed to? The you don't read the around. news, God, do you? Yeah, no, I don't. Know. You don't what? read anything. This is what's going on, yeah. What is going on? Everything, everything you thought you knew about your Zodiac sign is wrong. What? Yeah. I have to go back to my star charts. <laughs> I, I, please fill me in. What they is, what is the, happening? They've changed the dates for Zodiac signs, so Who? you may not be what you used to. Who's you in charge not, of that? I believe it was uh, the president? Miss Cleo. I don't know. <laughs> 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 You're doing the Jamaican accent. Yeah, well, Obama had put her in charge. She's the secretary of astrological. Signs huh. and uh, okay. she she went and changed that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna have to look this up when I get back to my desk. Okay, I can explain to you why they're changed. It's because they were always wrong. <laughs> no, it's because it's because right. So you know, our world spins. I don't know if you're aware of that, but our so, world spins? so does the entire galaxy, and so As does the, the entire universe turns. is constantly moving, and like slowly the stars over hundreds and thousands of years, slowly shift positions in the sky so that the zodiac is the position that the stars are in when you're born, but the sky like that we see, the star positions actually change over long periods of time. So when the astrological signs were created like thousands of years ago, the star alignments have actually changed, so they're just shifting the dates to actually be accurate. So people are complaining, but they're actually trying to make them accurate, even though we're talking about astrological so, so science. The, like, all the fortunes that I've got recently are, in, are incorrect. Yeah. They're all lies! Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't, you know. I've I made serious life decisions. Fortune based on cookies that stuff. are still okay. Oh, okay. Fortune cookies are okay. Right. You're lucky in never. In bed. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking good. of in bed. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's knock a couple boots. All right. Just a couple talking. boots. It's been here. a while. I know. We have just a couple here. Uh, we're not, just just a is that the <laughs> knock a boot song? <laughs> no, I know that there's a song that plays. I just like making noise. <laughs> this is from Finn. Good he name. says, I have a problem. My girlfriend, a hardcore gamer, Gwen, has started hinting that sex is getting boring. I really want to make it more fun for her, so I asked if there was anything I could do. Clowns. To my surprise, she said she really wanted me to dress up as Link. (laughs) Now, upon hearing this, I didn't really know what to say. But now I'm actually considering doing this. Is there something wrong with this? Should I do this? Please help me, GameScoop. Why not? Why There's wouldn't you do it? There's nothing wrong with that. Why do you care? You're going to get You're, laid. Wait, wait, is this and then you can have boyfriend? her dress up as something, too. <laughs> <laughs> Your girlfriend wants you to do crazy stuff. Here's the way to think about it. Yeah. Your girlfriend wants you to do crazy stuff. If you participate now, then when you want to do crazy exactly. stuff, then she'll participate later. It's very my, simple. My, my suggestion is... You have creative license once you dress as Link because you can do stuff that you could say, well, I don't like this, <laughs> but, but Link is really into this. I just want you to imagine yeah. all the things that you could do yeah. with a boomerang. You know? Like, <laughs> just choices are endless. Grappling hook. I think oh, that you, yeah. need, to have this, you need to have the sound effects that go with it, though. Yeah, have those set up to go. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Yeah, dress up as Link. Do it. And, send and us pics, man. Dress, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, send us pics of you dressed as Link banging your girlfriend. Does, wait, does she, have, does she have to dress up as Zelda? Or? Well, that's what I think. Is that if you're dressing up as Link, she should probably dress up as whatever you want her to dress up as. You yeah. could be Ganondorf. Link, Ganondorf. Yeah, Link banging Ganondorf. <laughs> whatever, I mean, whatever, whatever gets you, yeah. Yeah, whatever gets you, yeah. I want you to dress up as that mean prison guard from Shawshank Redemption. Whoa. Jesus. <laughs> Two things never happened again after that day. <laughs> um, all right, we have a, uh, a would you rather question. Ooh. Uh, for me specifically, but th- for all of us. Oh, okay. This well, is from Deontay. He says, Damon, we've known for some time now of your affinity for Asian women. However, you've also stated your attraction for Kim Kardashian. So it's time to make a choice. Would you ra- this, is very, this is very much a Thai root question. Okay. Would you rather have sex with a hot Asian woman forever? <laughs> Or have sex with Kim Kardashian one time and never have sex again. Now, for, now come on. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool, obviously. Like, That's a dumb question. Yeah, that's, that's a really dumb question. Dumb question. First of all, obviously sex forever is better than sex one time. And also, I've said before, I've got a sneaking suspicion that Kim Kardashian probably isn't that great in bed. She's too hot to be great. She'd probably just be checking her phone the whole time. <laughs> probably, she'd probably be updating Twitter. Well, yeah. she, you know, she What's had, with you? She has I, a tryout video. I, I, you I can thought, check it out. I thought better of you, Damon. What? I thought better of you that you could catch loopholes if you're ever offered a deal from the devil. <laughs> what? You just agreed to fuck one woman forever. Guess what, oh. buddy? That means you're climbing in bed and never getting out again. <laughs> you are going to die there. You're going to starve That's the way I want to go. It's having sex with a hot Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I assume everyone would agree with me. Yeah, if this question were passed around. Yeah, that's that's a dumb question. You, dumb. I can't I can't believe that you wasted your one moment of fame on a dumb question. <laughs> uh, well, Would you rather win the lottery once or win the lottery <laughs> every day? Oh, I don't know. That's a really <laughs> tough choice. You too, huh? You win the lottery every day for a cent. <laughs> one cent. Congratulations. Gave away your wishes there, didn't you? Did you just you? spend your time thinking <laughs> how you can avoid oh, making jails to the devil? Uh, Robert Williams, genie? He's not going to trick me? Yeah, I'm up on his tricks, all right? There's a lot of questions that I asked before I agreed any wish. <laughs> Wait, now I want people to write in to try to stump Greg. (laughs) Listeners, write in your deal with the devil question see if you can stump Greg. I like Robin Williams cheating. All right, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Timothy did. Timothy, Timothy says, I love your podcast. I always listen to it every week. When I'm at the hospital, oh, what? I'm, I'm 13 year old and diabetic. It sucks. Oh, I terrible. recently got an Xbox 360 and a PSP Go. What are your favorite games for both systems? Xbox 360, Dead Space, Orange Box, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 2, Fallout 3. Can you give him some non M rated games? He's 13. You don't oh, know, I'm sorry. You don't know if his parents might restrict You're that. You're totally right. 
Uh, Viva this, Pinata. I'm, people like Viva Pinata one too. This is. I'm not like trying to give you a kitty game. I loved Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. That was a really That's fun game. for Speed Hopper Suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, XBLA Pac-Man Championship Edition. Shadow Complex. That wasn't rated, was it? Uh, it might have been. Wow. Anyway. You can probably get away with downloading anything though. Yes. Uh, Laura Croft and the, Chan- Laura Croft and the Guardian, and Guardian of Light was really yeah. fun too. What about PSP uh, Go games, Greg? Oh, Assassin's uh, Creed. Is that mature? Yeah, yeah that's very be bloody. Sure, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's, a, it's a rated E for everyone. You just assassinate people and stab them <laughs> yeah. through the throat. Rated E for assassinating everyone. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Valkyria Chronicles 2. On PSP. Yeah. Uh, space Shooter for two bucks. Mm. Uh, if you haven't played like the Angry Birds or Peggle, you can get them there and have them yeah, on the They're game. not great. They're not though. the best versions, but if that's all he had, the cha- if, I mean, if he's going to the hospital to get dialysis or yeah. stuff. Well, I don't know what you have to do. When, that's dialysis? Not, I don't that's think not for no. diabetics, no. I think they drain, you, they drain the cookies out of them. That's for kidney failure. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies. <laughs> when you go to the hospital for your surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how doctors work. Uh, Metal Gear. I know it's it's, it's M as well, I yeah. believe, isn't it? Uh, Persona? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no blood. Shimmy, I would say... Uh, there's a lot of cursing. There's a lot of cursing. And he has sex with an underage yeah. girl. Okay, yeah. Well, don't tell your mom that part, though, and get Peace Walker. That's a great game. Yeah, it's called, it has peace in the name. Yeah. There you go. We're walking for peace. It's a Forrest Gump game. This is Riley. Pat upon two. Simmons? Simons? What's that? Wipeout. That's good, right? On PSP? There's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If that's... Is that a digital download yet, though? Yeah. That's the problem. That's... That'd be a problem. Is anyway. Disgaea downloadable on PSP? I think so. That'd be a great one. Anyway, Riley says, I was bored one day and decided to determine what system had the best year, according to iGen.com. I made histograms for the four major consoles. Cool. <laughs> Based on the scores you gave their games, calculated the average score for each system for the sake of blah, blah, blah. So basically, he says, he, he, I don't know how he did this. He looked at all the games reviewed in 2010, came up with averages. So he's got some statistics here to share with us. He even included XBLA, PSN, WiiWare nice. games. So the Wii was the only system to have a ten, a system exclusive ten. We gave away three tens last year: Super Mario Galaxy Two, Undead Nightmare, Pac-Man Championship Edition. Super Mario Galaxy Two was the only system exclusive to get ten. PC did not have a ten, but also did not have a game below three point five, <laughs> and it only had two games below five. Interesting. The three sixty had the most games reviewed with two hundred twenty nine. The PC had the least with 135. 229 is a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Just one system. We review a lot of games at IGN. We just stopped doing that. Stop reviewing yeah. games, you think? Do you, does that include downloadable, downloadable games, do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which there are a lot of those. So. Interesting stats from Riley right there. This is Tyler. Wait, did he give the score averages or did I miss that? He well, see, he made this histogram, which I forgot to, to uh, print out. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and no, and I don't think it has averages. It just kind of showed. It was presented in I'm a really gonna, weird way. I'm going to suggest that Riley perhaps needs to be offered a deal from the devil mm. about having sex with women because why he might have some too much time on his hands. Well, that's true. Yeah, I think he does a lot. Thank you, though, Riley. But really, get out of the house. <laughs> Take we, a walk. We love that you're spending this much time <laughs> on IGN.com. <clears throat> Tyler Robinson has a question. I think Greg and. Hill will be able That's to That's us. With. Yeah. Yeah, get us. Why don't you just go get us some, uh, some more beer? Why don't you freshen us up, baby? Uh, Tyler says, I was wondering, what happens to Spider-Man's webs after he shoots them? Oh, easy. They disintegrate. We know that. Yeah, everybody knows that. It takes about an hour, like an hour to two hours. Yeah, yeah. They actually just disappear. This has been talked because it was a big thing of why they couldn't find the evidence. Remember? <laughs> the it, evidence? They, they would try to get it, and that way they could use it to figure out who Spider-Man was. I, I have a question about Spider-Man. Yes. Let's say that the webs come out from like under his wrists, right? Is that right? Yeah. There's like a hole there. Well, now you're talking about you're talking about the new the newish version. No, no, cl- of the classic comics. Spider-Man actually is a scientist. He, he like a science major. He built he, his he own had webs. Wristbands it's not coming it. out of his body. His body yeah. is generating webs. Uh, but now Nowadays, it comes out of his body. Yeah. They're organic. Yeah. 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 So what happens if I were to cover that up with a force strong enough to block the the shooting of the webs, and he did the thing that makes him shoot the webs. What would happen inside of his body they would if come he out shot of the webs? Would they come out of his ass? No, this is an, no, would, out of would this is an easy experiment. Get a clothespin and put it on your urethra. Okay. And then yeah. On your urethra? That's the hole in my penis, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then tell me what happens. So right. that'll be, <laughs> that's okay. Really, it's a hole. Is that your hole that's that tiny that you could use a clothespin? I don't know how a clothespin is like one of these things. Yeah, you smash yeah, yeah. it shut. The pinching like thing. Yeah, you smash uh, the whole shot. You're just pinching that over yeah. your Jesus, penis. That's cool. yeah. 
what are we thinking about? Do this? I, I want to know what but happened. See, I was the, thinking safety fan. I mean, I think it's yeah, you're talking about me like ejaculating, not urinating, right? No, I was talking about urination. Oh, okay. Because I think like I, Sp- I, I think of Spider-Man's webs. <laughs> David's face. <laughs> David's face. I think of Spider-Man's webs more like you know an ejaculation Wait, no. than a urination. Are you more suggesting like that every time Spider-Man swings, he's like, oh yeah? Uh, oh, well, it would oh, probably feel good, room, right? Like to like, it's got, those webs had to build up in there. He's you know? like, oh, you Doctor, squir- o- Doctor Octopus. I'm glad we meet. Oh. <laughs> every time we have a star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we might need to do more research on this. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he shoots him really far. That's a lot of force. We found, yeah. we so found Spider-Man next to Dr. Octopus. He was just laying there smoking a cigarette. <laughs> this is Kelly Moylan. Uh, Kelly says, After nine years of use, my GameCube has finally given up. Stop spinning discs. Though it is a sad day, I have decided to finally move on and get a Wii. My question to the Scoop crew is, what are my odds of getting screwed by Nintendo announcing the Wii successor shortly after I make my purchase? Don't buy it. High. Don't buy it. Very high. Yeah. Don't buy it. Well, so we kind of think the chances are high that Nintendo will announce uh, a Wii successor like at E3 this year. But I don't think it's going to come out this year. No. Really, I think it'll. I think they'll announce it and it'll come out in the this Christmas year. Time. Yes. You think we uh, the next Nintendo system is coming out this year? I think whenever they announce it, it's not going to be very long before it comes out. I don't think they're going to do a thing where they announce it and then like you wait like 15 years or whatever. That's what they've done <laughs> in the past. <laughs> yeah, that's what they've done years. in the past. But they're like they're also like way behind. I, I think it's going to yeah. be like they don't view themselves as being way behind. They do now. Their sales are falling. But I I, I think that it's like they're going to just have a system that is equal to they're, the 360 or PS3 quality. Yeah, yeah. So there's no reason to wait. I think that they'll but announce it and it'll be out two quickly. new systems this year. 3DS and the, the next... doesn't make week. any sense. Why? Wow, one's a handheld and one's a console. I think it makes total but it's sense. Money. How much money do you have to spend on new... Nah, they're rich. <laughs> Mario makes some fat money. No, no, no. I mean consumers, not, not Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo can make... As many I don't know consumers still... Buy, how many connected consumers buy? They, I hear people buy like five connects in a row. <laughs> I'm wearing them as a necklace. I'm really interested Everybody to see... Everybody to connect and a move, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm really interested to see if they keep the Wii name. Mm. I think and they, they kind of have to, right? Yeah. I, I realize that a lot of people don't realize... The, the more casual users don't realize the Wii is made by Nintendo. They just know the Wii. They don't think of it as the Nintendo Wii. Hmm. Mm. I no, know. I was. I asked like my dad. Oh, I don't my know. dad knows about the Wii. He did, he did not know it was made by yeah. Nintendo. You think they're just wow. they just call it like Wii HD or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. That's I, what I'm saying. It's I like, mean, Wii too. You have to show that it's something different. Not really. I mean, like look at the game from GameCube to Wii, or from you know Nintendo 64 to GameCube. I mean, what, it's, what, what are you saying? They don't have to name it Wii too. They could name it. They could have a I totally think, different system name. I think for the casual market they've built that knows what the that I, uh, I I've enjoyed playing the Wii. You say now there's the Wii too. You're like, oh, this is clearly different. The Wii HD just sounds like it's gonna be. Oh, so now the graphics are sharper. I don't depends on that. who their market is right now. Like who they're trying to because they, they've already got all these Wiis out there. I don't necessarily know that my mom is gonna get excited about the Wii too. Yeah. But we would. So maybe that's who they're gonna try to target. Well, we wouldn't anymore. If they that time has passed. Awesome games. We'll see. They know saw some games. Don't buy a Wii. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't buy one. They're like 10 bucks for, now. For many reasons. <laughs> this is Travis Johnson. He says, I want to start... Buy, you know what? Buy a 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, a good point. It'll read your GameCube memory card, right? <laughs> I don't think so. It'll read your mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> says, I want to start off by saying, you guys make some of the finest entertainment I follow. Wow. I've slowly come to think of each of you as close friends. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that the friendship is entirely one-sided, this may sound corny or creepy... But I've always wanted, as many have, the chance to meet you. But I've always wanted to be inside you. <laughs> Naturally, this should be an easy task, because you often seem to have meet and greets, and I live about 30 minutes from the IGN office. Oh, boo, that you haven't been Problem here. Problem is, the common location of said meet and greets oh, is the bar, bar mm-hmm. and I am 18 years old. So my question is, are there meet and greets that someone under the legal pandable age can attend? Well, the like problem that. with the 21st Amendment, it's a restaurant. It's not just a bar. They don't check your ID at the door. You can come in and also, come up and hang out. Yeah. And have also, a, like, I mean... Did any of us ever like not drink until we were twenty one? I went to a bar when I was eighteen. 
Come on, if you want to... Some states don't let you do that, but I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, I lived in California. It didn't matter that the states didn't let me do it. Grow, grow a mustache, grow a beard. <laughs> Next time you go to the 21st Amendment meeting, you don't hoodie? have to be 21 to yeah. get there. It's a restaurant. 21st is a in. restaurant bar that's right next to the office. We have a lot of meet and greets there. You can totally come there. Or you but could just, we were talking about this recently. Yeah. It's hard to think of places to meet in the evenings that isn't a bar that for a big group of people. It's hard to yeah, even like think of Yeah, coffee shops are small. Alleyway? Yeah. Alleyway? What do you... What's An alleyway. We had a really great meet and greet a couple of years ago at Comic Con in a Pinkberries. Yeah, mm. that was just dynamite. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. But our meet and greet at Comic Con meet and greet at Dick's Last Resort was awesome. Awesome. And, yeah. also, and then it was also you get a, everybody could get in. Yeah, it was it, a restaurant tried. slash bar is, is we great. Tried to pick we actually need to yeah. think about it because we could not fit everybody into Dick's last year, so we got to figure out a solution. To figure out get a new place yeah. this year. You don't think you should be at Dicks again? I love Dicks. What if I we just... call up Dicks ahead of time and say, hey, remember us? Remember us? We ruined your life last year. <laughs> Can you please make room for us? But yeah. everybody paid. Uh, we're missing also the thing. Travis Johnson, you're 18. Just driving out for lunch. We'll go to lunch with you. Yeah. We, you come on. Come on. You're not far. It's a BART ride from wherever yeah. you are, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, email gamescoop at IGN.com and t- tell us what day would work and we can fi- we can make it work. Yeah. Facebook messages work too. Not for me. Not for me. For me. Facebook's dead to me mostly. That's got, fine. I'm just making sure that yeah. he doesn't send it just to me. Send it yeah. to Damon. You're fine. This is Arthur Karn. Says I'm a long long time GameCube fan, hardcore Greg Miller fan. Mm. I have he, some hardcore oh, tapes he, out there. He has an issue. He has an issue with you though. Okay. The subject of this email is cranky Greg. Okay. Ah. He says since Greg has become the lead of IGN PlayStation, the head of IGN PlayStation, I've been noticing a change in his personality. Mm. He's become more serious yeah, and less, too. well, less Greggy. Mm. What happened to the beloved GameScoop member? Go mm. oh, fuck your mother. That's what happened. All right? He sold out. Asshole. <laughs> You're so What are you talking yeah, about? You have. Oh, yeah, yeah, you totally have. What have I done? What Am I not? I'm Every not. time we try to talk to you, you're like, nah, shut up. I'm busy with important work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smoking a cigarette, drinking whiskey, yeah. and I'm telling you all. I think he's talking about the show. I don't think I'm more serious on the show. Hmm? All right, you, you don't think this is you think his that, his yeah. claims are baseless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Damon, you you're dating Greg. How do you feel about mm. this? Have you noticed a change? I, I think it, well, I think is I think there has been a change, but it's just a natural uh, response to having more responsibility mm. and and mm. maybe being a little bit more mature about your role. Like you are you have an important role at IGN, so you can't be a ridiculous goofball 100% of the time yeah. like you used to be. Okay. Now you're just a ridiculous goofball. I still think there's goofball. enough asides about morph balls going up pipes and <laughs> Putting a clothespin on your penis. <laughs> no, I think it's pretty serious. I don't think that's funny okay. at all. That's a, that's Somebody take a video of that, too. I want to know. No. 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 I think Javi needs to make, no, one, make one of those. Uh, uh, I will say that when you started here, you were only like 16 years old. Yeah, exactly. You've, just, you've gotten older. Yeah. You, you snuck the bars all the time underneath your coat. Yeah. I was watching the other day the video, the GameScoop TV video of your, where Greg did his Batman Lego oh, uh, oh, yeah. thing. Uh, go find that if you possibly What's can it on called? the internet. What's it, What's it, was the, it was the GameScoop. Tape. It, it wasn't like we didn't promote it as that. It, it was, was some the tail random. End of some ga- oh, one it of the was. Games I think DS brands. for Dummies piece was in there, so that might be what it that was. That would be what it was called. Yeah, because because oh. that was the one where you came up to me and I had the DS in my hand. I couldn't figure out how to use it, and then we walked over to Greg and he did his alternate right, ending to Batman. It. Yeah, all right. Uh, GameScoop. I think Newsbreak is still what it was called at the time. Yeah, Ooh, I don't, yeah, don't remember. We stopped. We Go stopped to the GameScoop TV object page and you'll find them all. Click through seventeen menus on IGN. It gets there. Nobody knows what an object page is. What do you mean? I don't know. Well, that's how easy IGN. Just go but to Google and, that's and put the, in Game School. And that's the Greg we want back. You know, that's hey, the, where, were, where did that Greg that go? That was the Wild West. We could do whatever we wanted in the Game School <laughs> news breaks. Hey, I want to lay on the floor and play with Legos. Tyroot's like, okay, I'll film it. <laughs> now it needs to be tied to something. Oh, my goodness. All right. This is uh, Tony. Says, I email you because I have a dilemma. I was wondering if you guys could help. My problem is, should I buy Little Big Planet 2 Collector's Edition or... Killzone 3, Hellgast Edition. Throw it away, Double Dipper. Answered on Beyond yesterday. He is screwing with you. You hate that. He's dead This is your email. Bad news, Bears. Wow. Here we go. I'm going to go back and edit that question out of Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to see it. This is Phil. He says, uh, what do you guys think about games these days that are super hard? The challenge can be fun, but I'm always a little hesitant to buy a game like N Plus or Super Meat Boy, where I will probably never see a third of the content because the game is so hard. I, I appreciate those games. I think Super Meat Boy is one of the games that I, I really, really dug from last year, right? And it was one of those things where if you got to a point where you were stuck, I, I enjoyed trying it over and over again because of the visual style, because it was cute, because you saw your deaths over and over again, like, mm. you know what I mean, like in the replay thing. So the challenge wasn't, 
let's see if I can beat this tonight. Let's see if I can beat this level tonight. Let's see if I can do this. Just, let's see if I can go yeah. that. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And that's all about good game design. Totally. Like, if it's a game is really, really hard, but the game design is such that you just hate it, and you're pissed at it, and yeah. you feel like you're you're fighting against the game, it sucks. But those games, like N Plus is a great example. It's yeah. like, it's so well done that you know the rules, and you know that the reason you're failing is because you're not good enough, <laughs> not because the game is fighting you, you know? Yeah, I just I find it fun to like when games just have you like that hook where you're like I want to try again again. Like I think people wouldn't call Angry Birds hard because like really you could pre- it's pretty easy to get through like each level just to get a star or something like that. Yeah. But that's a game where it's like man I've been trying to get three stars on every level on Angry Birds for months. Like to get, like on every single level there's just a couple of levels where you go I don't even know how it's possible but mm-hmm. I'll play that one level like for an entire twenty minute train ride because it's just like and I don't even notice the time going away. It's just like I'm getting close. I'm like oh maybe it's this angle maybe it's that angle maybe. Yeah. Maybe I do this. Maybe I try this. Like, I I kind of like that. Like, I actually think games have like a lot of games have lost that. Like, you only get that from mostly from downloadable games. Like, I wish that there were more retail games that found a way to have that aspect to it. This is a little bit of the challenge, right? Because we love big games with story, right? Like, yeah. uh, great characters, you know, awesome storylines. But that's a totally different type of game than Super Meat Boy or or the classic games. And we want to see those games still, or like Shadow Complex, that type of thing. But I. I, I the more we demand these big story-based games, I think the more, the more, the less emphasis is placed on those classic gameplay. And, and I feel games. that way though. I like. I don't actually want like if a story-based game is like hard. Like it actually annoys me because yeah. I'm like I'm more interested in like I want to progress through the levels and get to the story. Like I would like them to have challenges afterwards like i think shadow complex was cool in that it was pretty easy to get through the main game not that it had a great story but then it was like they had the challenge rooms that add something you know like bounty commander rearm did this too it's like they had a harder thing that was separate from sort of the main campaign mode that that added it if you wanted something that was more difficult for yourself it's weird you know i was talking a little bit about this with audrey has audrey been on any of the podcasts at all or do people people know her okay audrey drake she's the newest my ign too okay she's associate editor super temporary Associate Amica, editor, and, yeah, yeah, game on Emika. But she, she and I were talking about the fact that there's almost these two classes of games now, where you have your games like Mass Effect Two, uh, or even Fallout Three, or something like that, which are these just the kind of games we were talking about. They're, they're interactive entertainment, uh. almost less than they are a game. Super Meat Boy is a game, and mm. they're almost two separate things entirely. And mm-hmm. those, the, the the difference between a game like Mass Effect Two and Super Meat Boy is greater than at any point in gaming history mm-hmm. these two types of games have been. So I don't know They can coexist though. They totally can, but do you feel do you guys still do you feel like Heavy Rain is a game? Like do you feel like you're mm-hmm. playing a game or do you feel like you're doing some, some something new, that something was, different? Yeah, that was something different. That's interactive entertainment I think in a lot of ways. And right? I, I don't know if there needs to be a different classification down the line. It's such a terrible term point. because it's, it's, it is. I'm not is saying Super Meat Boy not interactive entertainment. Sure, yeah, it, know, it is. It's a terrible name, but you know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. that, that uh, is it fair your to even judge these things? Your objective your investment in what you expect sitting down to play that is completely different. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's totally different. In Heavy Rain, yeah, I wanted to get to the, who's the killer, what's happening, what happens if I make this choice or that choice, whereas Super Meat Boy is like, how do I get over that buzzsaw and not get my ass killed again? And, and is Heavy Rain even, like, what, what are you doing when, when you interact with a game? You're playing. It's play. Mm-hmm. Is, is Heavy Rain play? Like, it didn't feel like play to me. It's intense. It's hardcore. Like, it's like the things that are happening are dark. Um, yes, I'm pressing buttons and making motions, but is that really play, or is it something else entirely? See, I still think a game is defined, like, by skill and consequence, right? And to me, Heavy Rain still has that, where it's like, there are, even if it's not traditional, like, I control every movement gameplay, there are still skill elements to it, and that failing has consequences. And that's what games are at their core. It's like, Super Mario Brothers is about, you know, skill like different levels of skill right i'm like jumping i'm shooting fireballs and stuff like that and consequences for failing on actions that doesn't really define a game though because if i build a model airplane there's still like skill and consequence if i build it wrong it looks shitty i don't don't know there's there's skill and consequence in sex yes it's true well love is a game always comes back love is the battlefield yeah i'm a very simple man (laughs) anyway glad we solved that problem yeah Yeah. just a couple more emails here this is from julian it says uh Hey, Scoop, when I looked at the Game of the Year nominees and agree- I agreed with some choices and didn't with others, I realized that I was only agreeing with the games I had played this year. 
Which is to say, my opinion stands for shit. As, <laughs> as does any other End reader. Of mail. <laughs> as does any other reader, unless they've played everything like you guys have. But I'd just like to thank IGN for playing all the games that range from average to shitty, so I didn't have to. And also, thanks for all the recommendations for 2010. You make being a gamer much easier. That's, our, that's our job. You're welcome. Glad we're doing it. We're not. We're we're no longer reviewing games in 2011. Though. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> This is from David Rao. We've got some photos here. Yeah. He says... Uh, the girl's in them. He says, Scoop. What's is, that, is that the alternate name of Lolcat, your supervillain? Yes. David <laughs> Rao. <laughs> David says, What's up, everybody? Welcome to my email. I'm your writer, David Rao. That's awesome. So I'll try to keep this relatively short. I remember listening to an episode recently where a fellow listener wrote in, explaining the strange place he listens to the podcast, and I thought I would share with you my story. I haven't been listening to your podcast for very long. I was given the heads up from a friend, and ever since, I've been a loyal follower. Recently, where I live has been hit with a lot of heavy rain. Uh, He's living in Australia? What? Yeah. For That's extended this. periods of time. You may or may not have heard about flooding in Australia recently. Not far from where I live is where the flooding is taking place. A couple of weeks ago, I was driving and came across a road which was being swamped with water and was unable to be crossed. Was, oh, wow. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a wombat being washed away right there. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope that little buddy's going to be okay. I turned around to make my way home, and then I came across yet another bridge covered with fast-flowing water. That was also unable to be crossed. To put it bluntly, I was stuck. What followed was five hours of Jesus. waiting in my car. No mobile coverage. The only thing that really made my extended weight bearable was listening, uh. <laughs> listening to your podcast. Instead of calling a rescue helicopter? <laughs> he had no mobile coverage. Uh, he has a photo of uh, his iPod here and uh, listening to GameScoop on it in his car. Said I, I, although I had listened to them all before, I went back to the first episode I had on my phone, which is the Comic-Con special. From oh, last, nice. So from last summer. There is a crazy van in front of him, though, with <laughs> words written all over it. I can't understand what it said. That's really scary, though, having being trapped in between those two oh, yeah, roads yeah. that are being flooded. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And and being behind this crazy <laughs> van. serial killer, obviously, is in <laughs> front of you. The bodies are in the van. <laughs> yeah, this is like a serial killer's note was pasted on. Uh, that looks like the word kill. The serial killer's note was like pasted <laughs> on the back of this van. It's very creepy. Anyway, David wishes us a very uh, happy 2011. Thanks for listening, David. We're glad you're, to have you on our, our listener list. I guess the question is, is he still trapped? Yeah, I know you're still <laughs> By the there. Way, please send help. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Uh, any listeners in the Bay Area, come out to Rocket Room tomorrow night in San Francisco. I'll be DJing there. A bunch of us will be out there. It'll be a fun time. Uh, but thank you, Greg. Thank you, Hill. Thank you, Ryan. My name is Damon. This is IJ Game Scoop, and we're out. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.